Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris with here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We uh, took last week off because you know it was we were busy. It was the holidays. You know, you have New Year's and just trying to get out there and do stuff. So I was like, you know, I'll take a week off. You know, even though you know we were kind of off a little bit in between there, we had some stuff, but it is what it is. Um. We're going to start off. We have so much to go over. Um, so the first thing we're starting with, this one I think is pretty interesting because Tim puts some stuff on here that I don't ever see sometimes, and it is pretty trippy. Um, so former Disney CEO Bob Iger knew it was time to retire when he stopped listening to other people. Now elaborate, Tim. I, to be honest, I didn't <laughs> read the article. Oh. Um, or whatnot. I was going to look it up right now. I thought you were going to talk a little bit more. Um, oh, okay. No, no, go ahead and look it up. So, well, I've been seeing all this stuff. There, there's, um, there's, there's a couple things on here with Bob Iger. So, look that up. I'll go into the other stuff. So, but he spent his final days as part of the company at Walt Disney World. He did do a post that he commended all the cast members for doing what they were doing. Um, and I think, uh, I think personally that when I read it, you could tell it was him writing it. It felt very heartfelt. And I really appreciated that because when they reopened Disneyland after COVID shut it down, he was there. He was shaking people's hands with Josh tomorrow. Like you could, you could tell like they, they felt everything they were feeling, you know, everything that happened and how much it affected the cast members. Mind you, they don't get feel it as much as the cast members do just because they're, they're rich. I mean, it's not a, it's not like a secret, but you know, I just felt like it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I was happy with it. Yeah. So and he didn't have to do that either. He could have just, you know, sent off a memo or, Twitter or whatnot and just said, exactly. hey, you know, appreciate everyone to actually be there, right. um, you know, those, you know, above and beyond and not only being there, but actually interacting as yeah. well with them. Yeah. So. And you could, and you could tell that he, that's basically like he, he was there for the people and then to have him thank everyone like that. I mean, it just felt so personable and, you know, and, after after all there is so much stuff going on with you know them saying that he didn't want uh bob chapik to take over and you know all this different stuff that's going on between everybody you know i just felt like you know seeing that one was just really awesome and i really appreciated that um so now what about what about the what I just brought up, what does it say? Yeah, so he did a, a interview with CNBC, and his quote was, i become a little bit more dismissive in other people's opinions that I should have been. Um, that was an early sign that it was time, a uh, sign that it was time. It wasn't the reason I left, but it was a contributing factor. Um, you know, then it goes on to say, over time, I started listening less, and uh, maybe with a little less tolerance of other people's opinions, maybe because of getting a little bit more overconfident in my own, which is uh, sometimes what happens when you get built up. So, you know, it's kind of sound like he was starting to get, um, I don't know, I guess you could say a little too big for his, his britches, which I don't think that's necessarily what it was. But like he said, it's like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. I've been here. I know what's going on. Um, but like we were talking before we started recording, is it was good that he saw that and realized that. Um, like you said, it it wasn't the uh, reason that he left, but it was a contributing factor in it. So, I mean, that's just a sign that, you know, how, how good of a CEO and of a person for him to realize that and not, you know, somebody to come up and maybe somebody to come say, it's like, hey, uh, you know, you're kind of getting a little, little salty here, uh, you know, so. Yeah, and not just that, but I mean, when you, when you really break it down, um, I mean, you could technically see like most people would probably just stay there 
and then just make people around them miserable. And that's when you end up with people complaining, saying the company doesn't care about the employees, the company this, the company that. So, yeah, or the board forces you out or votes you out, which that that's not that's not good. No, and that is not good. And so I'm I'm kind of happy that like the way you said, you know, he did that because the one thing I've always heard is with was it Michael Eisner was just I don't know like he wasn't he wasn't the greatest. You know what I mean? Like I mean, there was a lot yeah. of issues with him. Especially towards the end, in the beginning. I mean, he came over from television. Obviously, that's when you right. saw a lot of, you know, a resurgence of stuff in television when he came in because he wants to do his own thing um, from the, the previous president. And I can't remember who it was, um, if it was, um, oh, I think Miller was his last name. Anyways, um, so, you know, he wants to do that. And then at the end, it's kind of like, okay, you know, it's kind of time for you to go. and you know, uh, started doing well, and then uh, they brought uh, the other guy in. Kind of both of them were running it, and then uh, that guy, you know, passed away. And I think it was a plane accident, but not so he passed away sudden. And they were a good team together. Where now it's just uh, Eisner. So, and you can see, you know, Family Guy makes fun of not only Disney, but there's a good one, you know. Michael Eisner in it as well. And towards the end, he's, you know, kind of time for him to to go and his decisions. Yeah. And I feel like the, the, the crazy part for me is that, is that Bob Iger is probably going out. I mean, I'm not going to say too early, but I do feel like he's going out earlier than he probably would have to. Like they're probably not sitting there going, please get out of here. They're like, yeah. no, no. Well, please stay wants- as long as you want. Now we did talk about the rumors last time about um, him, you know, coming back and the board and stuff like that. I don't think that's going to happen just because I don't think he could, he, uh, he has plans outside of yeah, Disney. Exactly. And like you said, I think that's why he's leaving younger now, than what he normally right. would just because he wants to pursue pursue that while he still can and gets a fair look at whatever he wants to do and I'll be like, ah, you know, you're kind of too old for this, you know. You're you're the average age of what this position or what you normally would do. Yeah. You're you're not gonna be there for that long. So Exactly. So I mean we're gonna see what happens. Um you know, I'm 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 optimistic because he has been the biggest and best CEO they've seen in a very long time. You know, obviously we can't compare him to people before certain times because I do feel like he did have an advantage with the technology. And then, you know, he's also going to get the title of kind of saving Disney during COVID. You know, decide. Yep. And, and I will say that's one thing that does bother me um, is the fact that he. Um, is getting all the credit or I'm sorry, he's getting credit for saving them, but then they're blaming Bob Chappick for pushing to go towards digital where mind you, there are some reports saying that he said, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to do this. We, uh, you know, Iger saying that he didn't, they wouldn't, we wouldn't have had Coco and stuff like that, but you know, they're pushing for the digital. We wouldn't have all these new star Wars shows coming out. We wouldn't have all these Marvel shows coming out. Technically, if it wasn't for the pandemic, they probably added, you know, a handful of new stuff. So, um, the only thing comparable, I will talk about it later, uh, because I just did get it was, um, uh, Paramount plus because I actually get it free technically. Um, uh, because of, uh, having to mobile for my internet. So uh, I'll talk about that later, but nothing else compares. I'll tell you why Paramount Plus compares, but, you know. Um, uh, and the last thing with Bob Iger is Bob Iger believes Disney-Apple merger would have happened if Steve Jobs were still alive. I That statement alone, I am like, no, that would have never happened. Knowing Steve Jobs and how he was, that would have never happened, ever. Well, you never know. They got the Pixar tie. Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think he, I think he, I think he resented that. 
because he was out of the company. Wasn't he out at Apple when they yeah, he sold Pixar? The, no, he got voted out by the uh, board of directors. Started, right, but what I'm saying is... The company got voted out and then came back because Apple was going downhill. Right, but didn't they sell Pixar when he was out? Uh, no, because there's a picture, I think, of uh, like Iger and him together hmm. um, doing it, or maybe there was talks of it, then he came back and finalized I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, but, I, but was, I, 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 mean, I don't think it, I don't think it would have happened. I don't think it would have happened. Even if it, I mean, if it did go through, that would be crazy. Think of just what Apple has done and what would have brought to, um, you know, just the Disney parks and right. you know the technology that they have, you know, electronics and technology that they have, be crazy. But then, on the other hand, it may just be one big, you know, uh, Walt Disney World presented by Apple, you know. So, yeah, that's true. You know, interesting there. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where you get even people nowadays. Oh, what would Walt say? What would Walt do? Well, you don't know because he's been dead. And I know um, a lot of Imagineers that worked with him hate answering that because they always get it from a new generation of people or uh-huh. lands. What do you think Walt would do? It's like Walt would probably would have loved it because it was, you know, pushing the boundaries in the future and, and all of this. And they always turn it to be, you know, something, you know, futuristic cutting edge or whatnot. They don't, nobody knows, you know, what, what he would do. And half the time, you know, Walt didn't even know what he wanted to do. So, but just interesting, you know, interesting that, you know, I saw that, Mike. Huh. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it would have been interesting. I don't know how it would change things because I feel like Disney's been pretty good. Like everyone, every, every once in a while, I forget that Disney owns Fox. So you'll mm-hmm. see things like, oh, look, you know, they're still kind of separate, you know, and then they work in really well with Sony at the time right now. So, yeah. Um, we're going to see. Um, but let us know how you feel about Bob Iger. Go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Gaming. We have all of our links there. Click them. Go to the Facebook. Go to the YouTube. Check them out. Let us know. Um, next, Marvel Studios releases the teaser trailer and the first poster for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I did see the trailer that came along with Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, makes a lot more sense. I am more excited to see it. I was kind of iffy at first about it, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I will say that I am kind of, I don't know. I'm, I am more excited just because I, I see where it could go and what it's going to, what it's going to lead to. So I'm, I'm super excited for it, especially having finished watched, uh, Hawkeye and watching No Way Home. So Tim doesn't watch those movies, so he wouldn't know, but it looks fantastic, which um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we're going to talk about it right now. And it's right here. It's I did it. I believe it didn't it pass. It passed one billion global, didn't it? Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I've been like I said, we've been, I'm pretty sure it passed one one billion. On this, so it, it, yeah, uh, it has become the highest grossing Sony picture ever. And it's the third highest Christmas box office in history. It was a massive film. I loved it so much. I was legit shocked by everything that happened in it. It's an amazing film. It felt like almost how I felt with um, uh, the last, what was it? The Wolverine one. I don't even remember the name of it anymore. Um, The last Wolverine one where it felt like a, basically like a movie with, superhero tendencies so i really appreciated it i'm not going to say anything else about it because i don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't watched it yet but i it was it was just phenomenal and that money is deservedly so like you know what i mean It, it was shocking to me um just i don't know i i was i was super happy let's just say that um that's weird um 
The next thing we have is Marvel movies accounted for 30% of the 2021 box office total. Well, yeah, because there wasn't that much out in Marvel or, you know, released a couple of the bigger movies. So, I mean, there there you go. Like, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But then it's like, oh, wait, no, 2021, it wasn't a full year of box office. What really started it, going back? Like, it wasn't a, a, full, a full year. It also was, you got to think, dual um, releases for a lot of the films. So yeah. I know that uh, a lot of the places were not getting the full experience. So some of these films, you know, um, I do know which film was it? Was it um, what was the movie that came out right at the beginning? The pandemic came out and it had Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, the animated one with their ogres. I, what was that uh, one called? I don't know. It was the cartoon Shrek. one where their dad, their dad's gone. Then they're going on the adventure. Oh, remember uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, I know which one it is. They, yeah, um, onward, onward. There you go. And so that one right there, I remember it came out like it was close. It was really close. Onward. So, you know, what? Onward came out in 2020, though. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, dude, this this pandemic is running on yeah. so long. <laughs> yeah. But it was one of those ones, you know what I mean? Captain Marvel? Or was that 20... Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel was 2019. Oh, that was the first... Okay, then that was probably the first one that got pulled. Or I, not pulled, but that they were going to do it, then everything shut down. I don't know. I'm trying to remember because they've had so much. They've had so many changes. That's what's confusing to me too. Is that no, they're basically it, it was Jungle Cruise was like one of the first ones that came out. Uh, yeah, yes, you're correct. As far as you know, going into the into the movies and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they did the whole Man, thing. Funny. They did the whole thing at Disneyland with them on the boats. Yep, or yeah, Disney July World. 30th. So yeah, that was one of the first ones. I mean, so it was powerful, but yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it is. It I, I'm super stoked that Marvel is still doing good because I don't know. I I feel like they've been working really hard through the pandemic. Yeah, and well, now with Spider Man doing what it's did, everyone's got to step up their game because guess what? Everything's gonna get compared to Spider Man now. Man, that's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be that's gonna be the toughest part for all of them, because when you when when you look at it, Marvel has the ability to basically. I mean, even if they wanted to, they could literally film back to back movies and never have to stop shooting. They could have their film crews be ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be, oh man, I, I'm actually really excited for this just because um, the potential, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, exactly. And and the thing is, is the ultimate winner at the end of the day is us, is the audience. It's, you know, same thing with theme parks or whatnot. When, oh, Universal does something, oh, okay, Disney, you know, got to, you know, do it better or Six Flags does something up somebody else's you know got to do it better um and just you know at the end of the day us as the consumer audience whatever you want to say it is is the ultimate winner because uh you know oh universal did something everyone's gonna go there oh nope no disney did something everyone's gonna go there yep um so you got to get those those head counts coming in same thing with the movies oh this one looks great got to be great got good reviews gonna buy gonna buy tickets butts in the seats so exactly you know, exactly when we for, for all of us it's it's gonna be i'm i'm just super stoked i'm excited uh the next one so this one has been weird um so uh 
it's Chadwick Boseman's brother said that he thinks that they should recast T'Challa in the future Black Panther films. And I don't, he said that his brother would want that. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's what he has always on his mind. Cause he was doing such a good job filming the movies when he was sick. I mean, wh- why do you, why would you think that he would want that recast? I can understand why some people do, why some people don't. I'm fine, but they do have a petition out there. It's over 50,000 signatures, I believe now. Um, but I, now, I just don't. That because he wants to be recast as that, or is he just trying to get some like 15 minutes of fame? Or I don't know. I don't know. I'm, honestly, I have no idea. I just think it's it's him. Maybe he's trying to get his name out there or something. But and I mean, and and this is me who haven't watched any of these movies, so I'm looking at mm-hmm. it as a hundred percent outsider. And you know, all I all I know is stuff that I read, heard. Right. So I didn't. You know, I don't know if his brother's like an actor. And oh, hey, put put me. I in. don't think. I don't think he is. I think the whole family has acting ties, but yeah. I don't think it's Maybe something like that. Know. The one that right. kind of, whether you say broke through or got the big role or whatever. Exactly. Like. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it could go both ways because I could see why you'd want to recast him, but I also can see why you don't want to request, uh, re, re, uh, cast him. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's all, it's all up in the air. You know, I, I personally do not want to recast him. They have comics without T'Challa. They have comics where someone has taken over the mantle, and that's what I think they should do. So um, the next one is my favorite story because there is so much to go through. Morbius's release date has been pushed back to April by Sony. Do you know why they did it, Tim? I don't even know who Morbius is or what Morbius is. Morbius is is basically – it's – it's is Jared it, Leto's Jared Leto's playing the character. No, it's live action. By Pixar. No, not even no, close. I, 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 like I said, I just this thought. is a, this is like a superhero, like anti-hero type, almost like a Venom type character. Yeah, um, but that he wants to, he wants to do good. But well, it got it got pushed back, but it like didn't get pushed back like that far. It's not like a year it got pushed back. No, it got pushed back because um, Spider-Man No Way Home is doing so good. They didn't want the debut of Morbius to compete with Spider-Man No Way Home still being in the theater because I believe it was supposed to come out in March or February and now it's going to April because Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be in the theater up until probably mid-February. So they want that to die down before they throw something else out there. Well, and you get, I mean, you see it all the time where a lot of the, um, you know, move releases, they're kind of more so placeholders just so they don't give up that spot or something coming out but if like uh-huh. if something does good or not then oh we'll just switch it around here yeah and there, whatever so yeah exactly options of moving around which we've seen before plenty the, yeah yeah so and, and i i i 100 agree with it um shout out to justin um the wife's co-worker who um he sent me the article about it at first and i was like Bro, like I, it was a shock to me because I was like, that makes absolute sense. Like, I don't see how you wouldn't do it considering everything that's going on. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you do it? Because it's just going to be bad news if you don't. So um, and then we have a fire engine drives through City Walk as Smile Far Fire breaks out at Universal Orlando Resort. Man, that's happening more and more now, isn't it? Good old Florida. I don't know what's going on over there. You had the one in, you know, Magic Kingdom a couple weeks ago. Now you got the one over there. Could be a suspected um, amusement park arsonist on the loose. <laughs> that would actually be kind of crazy a little bit. Right. I don't think it I don't think it's true, but I mean, no. that would and be it, insane. And, it, and they said it was a it was a small fire. They got it, I think, um, you know, just had the fire truck there kind of just in case be safe yeah um it didn't say it was big like the one um what it match or bigger like the one at magic kingdom yeah um and then the lastly um i will say uh we have two technically two people passed away since we've been out um john madden passed away first of all and i wanted to bring him up you know for tim as a raider fan and if you're a football fan at all 
you know, John Madden was larger than life. He's, you know, the face of one of the biggest franchise video games in the history of video video games, you know, the Madden series and um, just was a great commentator. And he, he was amazing. Great guy um, by all accounts, you know, and he was the coach of the Raiders during the good old days when they were a bunch of hooligans and hoodlums uh, on the team. You know, now every team has a hooligan or a hoodlum, but it was literally you, if you were a hooligan or a hoodlum, you were on the Raiders and he handled them well. And did yeah, he, get, a lot of, he got one Super Bowl with them? One Super Bowl, yeah. They got a, a lot of people got a lot of second chances um, mm-hmm. with them and then, you know, takes them to the Super Bowl. I mean, he should have had a lot more, but. The Steelers were always there, and um, and that's yep. back, uh, he has the highest winning percentage yep. um, of a coach with minimum 100 games. So, um, you know, and and, uh, <laughs> and and also larger than life. Like you know, um, I mean, well, I grew up watching yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, and he he was he was he was a cool dude. And uh, speaking of winning, we'll mention before the next death. Um, shout out to Mike Tomlin on 15 winning seasons he has had 15 consecutive winning seasons with the steelers that's pretty crazy hey um ben just uh did his record for most touchdowns at heinz field i think third all time for probably probably no more by a quarterback um in a single stadium obviously brady has the most yeah and then i think manning has it with indy and then um uh, Favre and Big Ben have it in their respective fields. But back to um, John Madden, it's funny how the different um, generations know of him as like our yep. parents growing up knew of him as the coach. Coach, coach yep. Madden. And even when they did the special, the all Madden at Christmas, everyone called him coach, 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 coach. And then you have the next generation, kind of me and you, Obviously, we weren't around when he was coaching. He was a sports announcer. So you knew him as, you know, the announcer. Boom. Or Tough Atkinson Acton or uh, the Miller Lite commercial that he was always in. <laughs> then, yes. Tough Atkinson Acton, dude. I forgot about that. Oh, dude. I never forget about that one. And then, oh. you know, now you have the most recent generation that knows him as Madden, you know. And you say Madden everyone knows what what that is it's you know it's the football game it's the football game i don't even know if they actually a lot of them know who he is really because they just they just think of madden as the video game well exactly and like the first i think five or seven of them had actually john madden on the on the cover then they started doing the the athletes and then you get the madden curse that goes along in there um but i think i forgot who broke that uh somebody brady brady I think it was Brady or Mahomes. Yeah, I don't think it was Mahomes. Somebody, uh, somebody broke it. I can't remember maybe, who it was. I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't think it was a quarterback, but it could have been. Anyways, um, you know. So then you have <clears throat> have that. So now everyone, as soon as he passed away, you know, they say, okay, you know, Madden twenty twenty three. It's just got to be, you know, just him on it. So yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, and and how far that game, besides like. You know, you get your like first player shooter games, but as far as a sports game, I mean, they have Madden tournaments, Madden bowls. I mean, you get people. You know, each team will have their uh, representative for the Madden. They send them, like a jersey or whatnot, and they, you know, represent the team in in the Madden bowls or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, people live and die by that. I mean, you just go and watch streamers. That's just what they do. And even watching, I mean, it's on. ESPN watching it and those guys get it's crazy just what it, it's what it's do. a cult and, following and, and literally it's the only football game that was worth anything really I yep. mean people do say that um well, NFL Blitz was pretty cool but NFL Blitz was more of an arcade style that failed yeah. to come through and then NCAA always had its problems hopefully it'll come back with the paying for the likenesses um but yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. the last the last death, which I mean, it's it's sad, but um, she well, was ninety nine. How close she was to a hundred to her century birthday. Yeah. So um, Betty White passed away 
Um, and the weirdest part, so this is going to sound bad, but don't take it the way I'm saying it. It's just, um, so f- the first thing that was crazy was literally the day before she passed, Ryan Reynolds was talking about the funny scene on an interview with her there's because everyone's been talking about her upcoming hundredth birthday. And they were talking about a scene where she was being inappropriate or joking with them on the, uh, proposal. I think it's called, um, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And so, and it was the day before. And then the very next day, what happens? Bam. She's passed away. And then I literally TikTok. I saw one that it was just a bunch of TikToks talking about Betty White in different, different ways. Some of them inappropriate from back in the day kind of thing. But same thing like John Madden, they run a special and what? A couple days later, he passes. And I listened to a guy on the radio. He said that the special was so bad. He thinks that's what killed him. I love yeah. the special. That oh, guy, I think doesn't know what's going on. Okay. I didn't watch it. So, but that is it for our pile. RIP to Betty White. Betty White legitimately um, was hilarious. She, um, her and um, what's his name? Bob Newhart were like my favorite growing up. Cause Bob Newhart, I'll never forget when they did the end, I think it was the Oscars one time and they put him in a box and they said that Bob, Bob Newhart only has uh, four hours of air. So if this thing goes over, but you guys are going to kill Bob Newhart, like a joke. And that's how kind of how Betty White's, you know, everyone joked that she was older than sliced bread, but she really was. And so it was just kind of, you know, she was 99, you know, I'm not going to say like, I just saw that oldest woman, um, 113 in japan or something like that 119 119 in japan and so people think see that and they're like oh you know but to me personally you know she lived a great life it seemed like she was very loved and surprisingly she outlived her co-stars by quite a bit and they were a lot younger than her when they passed and um so r.i.p uh we're we'll be missed both of them um Surprisingly, I did see a photo of John Madden. I think it took uh, place at the, I think it was probably two years ago, and he looked okay. He was on a walker, but, you know. Yeah, no, and recently seeing pictures of him and whatnot, he didn't look, look that great. Especially for the right. interview, you sit down in a chair, look, and he wasn't propped up. But, yeah, I think there was a reason they aired that, did it, and aired it when they did. Yeah, so RIP to them. And, and now we're on to the Disney Parks pile. Let us know if you have any general comments about anything we talked about so far. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMO cast gaming. Um, so here's some rapid fire fun stuff from the Disney Parks pile because that's how we usually do it because most of it's like, meh. Um, park pass availability replenished for magic key holders at Disneyland Resort. Coincidentally, this happened like three days after the lady sued the parks. And, well, and, I, they, and they always do it. There's a big hoopla like they did it in October. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, boom, a whole bunch comes back. A big hoopla in like beginning of December saying all of December's out or like Thanksgiving, all of Thanksgiving and almost all of December's out. And all of a sudden, boom, there's a whole bunch more. So it's just them. You know, they know exactly what they got. It's the capacity, not not necessarily a capacity issue, but they want to keep capacity as it is. Obviously, they know they can do it because you need a reservation to do it. Right, right. And I think that's the problem is I understood the woman's complaint after I looked into it a little bit more. She wasn't complaining about the fact that she couldn't go. Like, I thought she was mad because she's like, I'm a a pass holder to the highest level. There shouldn't be blackouts. And that's what she was saying. I I don't know. um, uh, I don't know really. You know why she's complaining? I thought personally it was, well, I can't go the same day. Because that's what most people do Southern California. It's a Wednesday. Hey, I'm going to go tomorrow morning. I'm off. But I think they, from what they were saying was it was more of they couldn't plan out. Mind you, like I said before, I do have friends who have gone every single Sunday. So I don't know how they do it. They don't have the highest tier pass. So we're going to see. Um the single rider entrance has sign has been removed from web slingers uh, at Disneyland resort. That's a big one because I don't think that ride is as popular as if I thought it was going to be. Nope. And I don't think it has the repeatability. I think everyone does it once. And especially with 
you having to interact with it. Or like Buzz Lightyear, it's a gun, so you're not really doing a lot of movements. Toy Story, same thing, you pull a string. Um, or this one, you kind of are the gun, so you want to do better. You're, I guess you could say, exerting more energy. And this is just me, you know, thinking about it. Where no, no, I'm going to tell you right now, my sister, like, my, my older sister that you know, yeah. said she, she did not want to go back on it because she goes, I... I couldn't, she goes, I couldn't make it work. She goes, I'm not fast enough. It wasn't fun. Right. Whereas like, you know, like you said, Buzz Lightyear, you're pulling a trigger. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna, it's gonna work every time for you, unless there's something wrong with that particular gun. Right, right. Well, on that one, like your sister, you know, it could have been everything working and it just didn't pick her up for whatever reason. Right. Not that it right. necessarily wasn't broken. But like you said, then it's not fun. It's like, okay, well, then I'm just going to just going to sit here. You know, there's what's what's the point of it? Um, so, yeah. And I think, you know, with it, too, and now having the the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane, and that's a Lightning Lane where, you know, where are you going to put the single rider? Because now you would have to have, like, almost three entrances for the normal standby, the Lightning Lane, and a single rider. Want, you know, you got to fit that in there as well for all the other single riders. Um, I think Radiator Springs has it, but that was built after, well, I guess this was built after two. But yeah. But it, that's. It's, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like um, I'm, I'm, we're hopefully going in March. So um, I'll be able to experience it maybe. I'm going to start yeah. looking tomorrow. Um, <laughs> or they don't. Or they don't want single riders in there, and they want you to stand in the line or by the lightning lane. Because I know a lot of people that do the the single rider on Radiator Springs Racers and ride it like five times. Yep. Because they only wait like five minutes, if that. Yep. I remember one time it was really long, and I was like, "Why is it so long?" And I couldn't yeah. figure it out. But yeah, I I could see. You know, it also could be too is if they start getting. Because I know, I know for a fact, if they have a ride that's performing the way I think this one is, they'll do it. So it's uh, definitely interesting. Yep, interesting to see a newer ride like that take that yeah, out. Exactly. So, but hey, I expected it after my sister told me what she went through. I was kind of like, yeah, that's not a good look. Yeah. Um, Next, Fantasy in the Sky of Fireworks. Other countdown celebrations revealed for New Year's Eve. Oh, we missed that one. It was great. great. Well, no, (laughs) but did you also hear what happened with it? They they canceled all the fireworks, and then there was like a huge uproar over it, and then they brought them back. Because I think Disney was trying to cancel the New Year's Eve event. Probably, because they they didn't release anything. Yeah. Yeah, it was very yeah. lackadaisical when normally, I mean, you get people there first thing in the morning and they camp out all day, all day long. They want to be by the clock. Well, yep, by the clock and in front of the castle. Yep. So, and then there was, and this one was crazy because Tim shared it and it kept getting updated. Um, the armed incident occurs at Disneyland Resort. Yeah, and quote unquote armed. Quote unquote armed. It wasn't armed. The person was just uh, a jerk. Yeah, they were like. They're belligerent, but not like belligerent drunk. Just they're just rude. Just yeah, yeah screaming, so, yelling, and I'm sure somebody said something or thought that, right. or he may have, he or she may have made a threat. Um, right, and th- things and get twisted. Be anything. I mean, right. armed could be. You could have a a chair, fork, and he was armed. A baseball bat, he was armed. Armed doesn't always necessarily mean a, a firearm. Exactly. A weapon could be anything. Boxers can't punch anybody because they're a deadly weapon. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll see uh, if this person gets banned. I don't know. I haven't seen anything else like that, but we'll see. Um, The next thing we have is Ming Na Wen, who plays Fennec Shand on Book of Boba Fett. She visited Disneyland to celebrate the Book of Boba Fett. I love her on the show. I loved her in Mandalorian. Amazing character. One of my favorites that I've dealt with so far. And um, 
I'll go in the very end. I'll go into my review of so far of the book of Boba Fett, but I do greatly. I, I love her. I'm glad she's the person that's well, doing it. That and I'm glad she's I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to bounce off and you can do it because I have not watched it. Okay. Well, no, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, yeah, Gra- Grad Knight will return to Disneyland resort in May. That's crazy. Cause of what the mask mandates and stuff. That's insane. Right. Well, and you're starting to see the, spike from new year's as well or at least i am in the numbers down here every day keeps creeping up so um and who knows i mean and they got to put it out early because everyone you know has fundraised it's got a plan for it so you can't put it out like in you know march be like oh hey in a couple months come on down so we'll see how it goes but i mean if they're if they're not going to shut down the parks all it is is okay yeah you know you have to wear a mask the whole time if you can't do it you'll be asked to leave and for grad night that means you're going to go back and sit on the bus i mean i have a feeling that they're not going to uh they're not going to kick anybody out they'll make something happen so um good luck to them uh disney overbooks lightning lane for magic kingdom christmas parade Cancels guest reservations with no communication. I saw this and I thought that what was insane. And I'm like, how does this keep happening? Every single week, something happens with the app. Today, the app was down completely. Nobody well, could figure that, anything out. The overbooks lightning lane, that's not the app. That's Disney allowing too many people to book it. No, I know, but I guarantee it was a glitch in the system. Yeah, I mean, then they and it's all tied to the app. So the you you say that, but it is tied to the app. So (laughs) yeah, but I mean, if if it's if it's they have to put a number of how many they want in there, and they probably I mean, like anything, it's probably like the airlines do, like every hotels do it or whatnot. They put way too many in there and got it, and it's Lightning Lane. So yep, you know. But the thing is, is canceling it, and especially christmas parade you know i'd be mad if this is the only time i was going in you know x amount of years my family cancel it then i'd be like okay well guess what i want an unlimited ride pass to rise of the resistance something like that exactly because i didn't hear anything as far as what they um like you know most time they'll give them out like fast passes or whatever they call them now they didn't do anything I don't. I didn't hear anything. So it's like, and there was um, no proof. And there was no proof if you had a reservation either. That was the problem. Is that yeah. basically when they canceled it, they completely wiped the system. Yeah. So I think they canceled every single reservation. And I don't yeah. know unless if they got an email saying it was canceled or what happened, but it did. Yeah. I mean, unless you took a screenshot of it, there's no way to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, next, the next thing, which is two of them together is Disney avoids mention of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser during Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade. And they also featured a massive wave of cancellations for the hotel. Connor from Concon's Cantina lives there. And after they saw the video of the girl, which is no offense to her, and yeah. nothing to do her, um, yeah. but legitimately they were like, this is not, if I'm paying this much money, this is not i don't know i don't know yeah it was not good and especially i mean that was i mean how long have people been waiting for this you know a long time fans everything and then they come out with prices like okay well you know what with everything that you get yeah i think i you know i could do that you know it's immersive you know whatnot and and it's ah, as soon as it got traction it just nope and everyone's canceling that is it's not good especially for a hotel like this so what happens if you do yeah. another hotel like this like a marvel one or something right like that? right yeah and, and the crazy part is is the first of its kind while all the other hotels are themed and the people working there have some sort of resemblance to something tied to the resort we stayed at yacht club when we went and they all dressed up fancy like the 1920s um 
the sadly the gentleman who used to sit out there and welcome people in he passed away but he was like the boat captain kind of looking person um i mean this does not look good for for them on that so fingers crossed because i i do want it to be successful because they are going to have that real lightsaber there so i'm kind of hopeful on on that aspect of it and you um don't, you don't want to piss off the star wars fans no you don't you do not because they're going to come after you um the disney plan and dining plan has yet to return to disney world six months after the announcement that was the best deal we got when we went was the the meal plan because for those that don't know if you're in california and you take a red eye you get there late at night or early sorry you get there early in the morning like we slept through lunch because we we've got no sleep so we slept till about two o'clock went to the magic kingdom because we had seven day park hoppers or five day park hoppers um so we were there monday through when we left saturday so we went straight into the park because we went to the magic kingdom first because we were like oh look that's probably the same as disneyland as close as going to be so if we only have part of a day whatever but we didn't use our lunch ticket that day so we used the lunch for dinner quick service well the very last night our friday night we had two dinners left so some of the restaurants took two dinners for the meal and I just loved the fact that you didn't have to worry about anything. You could carry one card with you the whole entire time, unless you're drinking alcohol and you need your ID, two cards, and that was it. Because everything gets charged to your card on tied to your hotel room, or you have the meal plan, or you have other stuff. So um, I really wanted to come back because I really, 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 really liked it. And before I go, I wanted to be back doing it. So that or I can have Connor bring me food. Um, he said it's crazy expensive to eat outside the park. He said it's really expensive. Well, and you gotta go somewhere. I mean, outside the resort yeah. area, you gotta literally almost have to get in an Uber and leave. Yep. You know, yep. not not necessarily the hotels or whatnot. There, there's no. You gotta go far. But to get out, because we were wanting uh, a Pepsi product, and yep. we had to. I mean, thankfully, we were kind of on where our resort was at was on the edge, and there was a gas station literally across the street, and that's where we got a Pepsi. Now what product. now what what Pepsi product were you getting? Uh Mountain, Mountain Dew. Me and my wife got a Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. See, that's why I like her so much because Mountain Dew is the more superior product. And tell her I said that, by the way. That's it's both made by Pepsi, so they both get our money no matter no matter what. <laughs> but I mean you couldn't find you know, even at the hotels or whatnot, you couldn't nope. find, it was all all Coke. Even the one yep. that we stayed at, which really it was in the bubble but it wasn't really it was kind of somewhat connected and even that was all coke and thankfully like i said i had to do a google search and there was it was like a mile maybe mile and a half you know good 15 20 minute walk and we went over there got it i mean granted like we both bought you know two or three of them each so we just brought them back to the room put them in the fridge yep exactly but to, like you said it doesn't surprise me and i mean they got you there. They learned from Disneyland on to buy up enough land where you can't just walk out, go across the street, and boom, hey, look, there there you go. So, but speaking of food. <laughs> this one was amazing because um, Dave Portnoy, those of you who don't know him, he's the CEO, founder, president, whatever, of Barstool Sports. He did a thing with a one-bite pizza review. He takes one bite, rates the pizza, and he went was with his girlfriend at Disney World at Hollywood Studios, and he did a pizza review of uh, Pizza Rizzo, and it was hilarious because like he sees all these kids running around, and he's kind of made a gimmick like he's like he says like people want him to give him a second chance, he'll do it, and they basic you know he's a pizza connoisseur. They actually have a one bite pizza now that's a frozen pizza, yep. so have, uh, an app on it too. You, yeah, you can actually, I think you can upload your own because there was a grandma. What started it was um, uh, there was a grandma who would do the reviews of frozen pizzas when she was quarantining and he started working with her. Yeah. So he did a one by, I didn't see, what did he, what did he give it? I can't remember what he rated it, but I know people were, of course, you get the Disney fans, whatever he rates it. And like I said, I mean, you know, he doesn't give anything a 10. Nothing's a 10. I think the highest he's given was like a 9 point. Obviously, it's out of 10. I think it was like a 9.2, 9.3. There was Uh, one in L.A. he went to where they had um, 
merchandise that looked like a it was like a rip off another product and he literally went to go buy the hat and he goes you guys are going to get seen because of this and they're, you're gonna they're gonna make you take them down but i love your pizza so much and he ended up they ended up giving him the hat and he was laughing right but i know whatever they you know whatever he gave it there you know people were all like you know the disney times like oh my gosh no that should obviously should be higher or whatnot but whatever that was really the only thing that i you know i saw of it but I'm i just thought it was funny i wouldn't take that one seriously you know what i mean well i mean he would i mean he does um but you know as far as being a fan of it hey if you know if you like it then go there and people are going to go there now anyways because did a pizza review of it so yeah so yeah there you go. Good luck to so, him. He so was out there for a while. He'll go, yeah, he'll go anywhere. Because I just saw yesterday or today that um, he did another one, not at the parks, but from Orlando. So, and who knows? Yeah, I, I know, think he. I think he there. normally lives down there too. He normally lives down in Florida. So, uh, or yeah, he gets three vacations. Yeah, because I'm sure. Um, well, he's a uh, big Boston, obviously. The accent. Yes. And, uh, Tom Brady. And that crap. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next we have, uh, this one was kind of, this is actually multiple, um, Tron light cycle run excluded from D 23 list of 2022 Disney offerings may not open until 2023. And it's the same thing for the guardians of the galaxy ride too, I believe. Um, yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. There was something about, the. uh, I remember seeing the guardians of the galaxy one, and, you know, like this one where it says may not open until 2023. That's all rumored and, and whatnot. I don't think they've come out with, with the date yet or anything. But it's just weird with the D23 stuff and some of the stuff that was, you know, not mentioned, whether it was left off or whatnot. Obviously, the Star Wars one, that one could have got pulled just because you know, of backlash. But then, you know, their big thing right now is obviously Tron Light Cycle, which is coming you know is being built um and obviously like you said guardians of the galaxy so i don't know if it was they're saving it until i don't know anything else i who knows it's just weird that you know they're always you know wanting to you know hey look at this look at this look at this and then here's yep. your perfect chance you know don't really mention it or barely mention it yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know because I, I think the big problem with this ride is they already have one over in is it Tokyo Disney, the Tron Actually, Light Cycles. Yeah, and so I don't think they want to screw it up. So let them take their time. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Um, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon water park reopened on January second, which is shocking to me because I, I don't know. I have no idea. It's. As we said below, Florida continues to break COVID-19 records. Hospitalizations increase. There's a huge, I mean, obviously, Omicron is much more um, contagious. And, like, there's been cruise ships, con- people getting sick like crazy. And I was like, yeah, I ain't going on a cruise ship anytime soon. I ain't going to happen. Well, I think they're, like, really reassessing, like, CDC's reassessing, like, um, like kind of telling them, like, no more bookings or even canceling mm-hmm. ones already just with this big spike and everything going on yeah and I, the one big problem the one problem i have is is some of these numbers are kind of i call them false because um when we had the week in the nfl when they had i think it was like a hundred and something players across the league test positive i believe like 98 of them had no symptoms and the only reason why people found out is because they had to get tested weekly and they would have never yeah. known yeah, they had all- covid and mind you, they're the top of their game. They're the most. Some of these, even some of those linemen that are bigger, linemen that are bigger, they're like the the peak of physical physical fitness for the most part. So it's not going to affect them the same way it affected me being fat boy. So um, I'm surprised they reopened it. Obviously, they're losing a lot of money on it because they have to keep the water in there. They have to keep everything maintained the same. So. It is what it is. And along the same lines of the breaking records, a number of Disney College program cast members with COVID-19 are being quarantined away from others in a nearby hotel. So I'm sure that's a lot of fun. Right, exactly. Especially when you're going there, Disney College program, 
back up and going, all right, awesome. Oh, you got COVID. Okay, I'm just going to quarantine. No, 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 no. You're going to away from others at another hotel. So yeah. I'm sure that's just fantastic. We're going to see. I mean, and it's, it literally just it just started back up like in and, and here we go. So yeah. Mirrors um, Connect signs go up in Orlando International Airport, replacing Disney's Magical Express. I am very happy I got a ride at one time. Did you get a ride at the Magical Express when you went? No, we did the mirrors because we didn't stay at a uh, resort hotel. Oh, that's right. In the resort, it did. We it was not offered. I will say so. When we went in in 2011, it was spring break, and I feel like people weren't going because it was the it was just the it was just the start of the home and garden, and they were doing a lot of refurbishments at the beginning of March or middle of March. So when we came and got on the Magical Express, literally it was just us on the whole entire bus. And because they have times they have to pick people up, they weren't going to make us wait an hour or two hours for the next people. So they took us in the bus. I think there was three buses there, and they took us in the bus to the hotel. I guess normally they would drop off people as you went along. We got picked up. We got picked up with like four or five people. But um, the coolest part was is they tell you how everything works. So they tell you how the bus system works, how to go from park to park. The um, bus, the boats were dead. They were not working. They were refurbishing them. So we couldn't use the, the ferry to go into the parks. But they also had a little cartoon. And I think the coolest part about Magical Express is, is the hotels know you're coming. They know when your flight gets in. They know how long it takes to go from there to there. And they tell them on the radio, hey, we're coming from the there. And they walked out and they go, are you Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so? And I go, yes, we are. And they go, congratulations on your on your wedding. Come right here. I'll get you checked in. And they walk you through everything. So I know the mirrors is going to be a little bit different. But as long as they have a bus that connects you, I'm fine with that. Uh, it, yeah. it wasn't logical on the one. And I'm sure they'll probably have vans, too, now instead of all just buses. Yeah, well, and um, with with getting there in on the Orlando airport, it's still like a, you know, half hour drive from the airport yes. to, to the park. So it's not like, Oh, it's just right, right there. Um, I guess same thing with, with Anaheim, whether you go to LAX or, um, or John Bank Wayne or, or John Wayne. Yeah. Um, any one of those <laughs> down there, you know, long beach as well. Um, but this one, it's not like, Oh, it's just a 10, 15 minute drive. No, it's, it's a drive. And especially with, us and we did the mirrors as well it wasn't just to the resort we were the last ones dropped off and we were on it and it was just like a one of those 10 12 passenger vans but it went to other hotels in the greater orlando area so by the time we got into the van and pulled off and started you know going uh i thought okay these are all people going to you know somewhere around the resort Nope, they were going other different places around Orlando. And when we sat down in the van to getting off of the van, it was an hour and a half because the guy's like, okay, I got to go here, got to go here, got to go there, you know, strategically do it. And we were we were the very last ones off. So it was nice where we got kind of the whole van to ourselves at the end. But then again, when you haven't eaten and plane got delayed, I think we finally got in at about um, 1.30 checking in checking in was a hassle too because apparently people don't know what to do with cash when you pay for your room in cash just completely threw them off um but <laughs> anyways thankfully there's 24-hour cafeteria there but with that i'm sure it's going to be now and at that time like i said there was a magical express there when me and the wife went for our honeymoon but uh since we weren't staying at a resort property like I said, even though our hotel is in the bubble, you don't get um, as many amenities. It's cheaper, but you don't get as many amenities um, as you would like like you guys did. And that was one of them. So, yeah, um, but at least they have some transportation going there. I hope it is somewhat like a Magical Express where it's one way to Disneyland Resort or Disney World yes. Resort and not, you know, other ones. And I'm sure. Now that the Magical Express isn't there, um, Mirrors took over just their parking spot there. Um, and it's like, okay, you're going to the resort here. You go on this line. Oh, you're not going to resort here. You go over here, you know, and they just 
first because I, I guarantee Disney probably puts a little money in their pocket saying take care oh, of yeah. our guests first. I guarantee yeah. it. So <laughs> or they have just a dedicated route there now that they don't have match with Yeah, exactly. Uh and the last thing on our list uh is Walt Disney World is offering up five hundred dollars off a five night stay at select resort hotels. Now, if you what? guys are planning on going, is see, it over? No, no, no. Did you see what happened today? No. About it? Uh, crashed their website. Didn't crash their website, but everyone got into those, waited like two, three hours because everyone was trying to, to get well, on now, it. Now, here's the thing about this one. So if you are going to plan on doing this, make sure, I know it's outdated, but if you can find a travel agent, or you could somehow get a hold of their department that does the travel agent type stuff. Ask them what their deals are for the next couple of months. Cause they can tell you a lot of times, well, we're going to be having this deal starting this time. Sometimes they have stuff. That's what we did for our honeymoon. What we did was um, the first one was a free night. I think it was another one was um, half off the dining plan, which is that's when we went with, but we had to wait a month. So what we did was, is we started making payments to my travel agent and said, Hey, here's a couple hundred dollars. Here's a couple more hundred. So we were at like, we were like at $1,200. And what that does is, is once that promotion comes in, they can lock it in as your payment. And you just have to have it paid off a certain time before, which we had the money to do it. We just, we wanted to make sure like we got it locked in. So um, if that doesn't work for you, cause $500, I mean, it is quite a bit. You know, well, for and, a five nights day, it's up to five hundred dollars. So depending on what resort, resort you stay yeah, at, um, like it's uh, like you get a hundred dollars off five nights, you get you know fifty dollars, forty dollars. So it's not it's tiered. Um, you can't stay at the cheapest one and get it almost paid for. The more expensive ones, obviously, you get the more off, um, which is good because maybe I. Uh, I don't know if I really want to do it. We're now with this deal. Oh, cool. Now I can, can do it. Yeah. Um, Especially because like we stayed at Yacht Club and I hadn't any, known anyone who else has stayed at Yacht Club. And I would stay there again just for the close proximity to Epcot. So it's mm-hmm. close but far enough away where you can watch the fireworks from outside your room. And the room, the Yacht Club, they actually have bal- like not balconies. The bottom floor had like it just walked out to the grass. So we legit yeah. opened our slider and walked up to a bench and we sat and watched the fireworks from that bench. So um, like Tim said, just make sure you know what the deal is and what you're you're getting yourself into because um, sometimes you can kind of um, get yourself in trouble if you don't pay attention. I'll just say right, that. Exactly. Yeah, thinking you're going to get the more expensive one off when you actually don't because you didn't stay at the correct hotel or whatnot. Exactly. And like I said... You know, that's where travel agents come in. Um, yeah, I know some of them are dying breed, but you can go on there. I mean, a lot of the Disney podcasts I listen to, they're sponsored by or ties to travel agents, um, which is awesome. And, you know, like they always say, Disney pays them. You don't. So you they don't get any fees um, or you don't get any fees on using them. So whatever you would pay normally if you did it yourself, uh-huh. you're paying them. But what they do is they, you know, you have a person, if anything changes um, or if there's a better deal, um, then they'll, okay. they'll help you, you know, help you out with that. And basically they get a kickback from Disney. Um, right. So right. it's not like and I know, I know that. Pay, so, so that's really nice. And if you need to, to change or cancel or, hey, you know, we're thinking about this or that, they can really work with them because they have you know the special phone number to call at disney or can talk to disney more so than just exactly and i'm so i'm not gonna lie so tim's godmother my aunt uh, she she used to be a travel agent she still does a little bit on the side ironically enough for a um the person who delivered my son (laughs) he is a customer of my aunt and um he, he he does it more because I think he does like all inclusive type stuff. So he has so much stuff tied into it, like tr- excursions and stuff like that. But what I will say is, is my aunt, when we did it in 2011, she was still full time doing it. And it was insane because she knew the person she like the guy's like the name was like Orlando. And she's like, Hey Orlando, um, 
it's a uh, uh, you know so and so from this travel agency. Um, we um, actually uh, have you know we wanted to see what this was, and so she was vetting the whole thing to figure it out. And they're like really open because I know like people don't realize if you have any friends who are Disney freaks, they are guaranteed to have a friend who or your friend and your friends is on Facebook who is a quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes to Tim Disney. Uh, Disney, what do they call it? Backed um, uh, travel agent. And all you do is you take like one course and you basically get approved to be a travel agent for them. And like you can offer them, you know, quote unquote special deals. So there's a lot of them that are that. And so you're going to be able to find it. I guarantee you probably can call yourself now, but. Like I said, what like let's because most people right now you're having to book six months out, whether you go to Disneyland or Disney World. And so let's say, for instance, you start checking six months out and they're like, oh, you know what? Next month we have this. What if that's a better deal for you and your family? That's all I'm saying. Double check it because that's the important thing. And lastly, before we go, everyone watched the Book of Boba Fett. People are talking trash about certain things. I love it. I've seen the two first episodes. Tim forgot it even came out, so he needs to watch it. But I I do love it a lot, and um, I want them to do a second season. Uh, and um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Once Tim has watched uh, the two ep- first two episodes, we'll discuss the first episode. But that could be down the road because Tim's got a baby, so uh, he's busy. So. <laughs> yeah, with all the other episodes that I got to catch Exactly. Up so much stuff. So much up. stuff. Yeah, I just found, I just realized there was a second season of Jailbirds out there, and I loved the first season, so I'm like, I need to watch the second season. Yeah, but the second one is not the one in Sacramento. It's a no, it's New Orleans. It's yeah, I I saw that uh, scrolling through on a uh, on the break, uh, and I'm like, oh cool, oh man, it's not the Sacramento. No, it's not Sacramento. So, but uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, Mr. J uh connor justin thank you guys all for tuning in and listening to the podcast week after week um we should be back next week who knows life can happen but uh we're gonna try and stay a little bit more consistent now that the holidays are over so i want to thank you guys all for watching or sorry listening i'm so used to the camera and doing the other one thank you guys all for listening i greatly appreciate it and for the fomo cast i'm chris i'm tim and we'll see you guys next time (laughs) 